Today I'm talking to Jeffrey from Pantheon Boards. If you've been following my bigger podcast, the Hop Podcast, you know I've interviewed a lot of people in the industry, maybe manufacturing, people making boards in the US, people having brands, and it's a bit of a theme that's been running through the audio I've been doing at the end of this year. and. I've been having a lot of conversations with a lot of uh, manufacturers, a lot of brands. Jeffrey's one. We've been going backwards and forwards on Messenger, recommending podcasts and talking about the industry. And I just said to Jeffrey this morning, hey, download the Anchor app. Let's have a chat today. I want to talk to you about your boards. And this was supposed to be a conversation about boards, and it is. We go into their product range, but it also gets into... Chinese manufacturing, where Jeffrey's getting his boards made, the politics behind that, the emotion behind that. And it's a raw and real conversation with Jeffrey. I hope you enjoy it. It goes for a bit of a long time, this one. So uh, hopefully uh, I'll get a, a bigger podcast in with him and we can really get into the, uh, the story behind why he gets his boards made in the US and also in China. Okay, here's the podcast. Jeffrey. Hey, James. Hey, can you hear me? Yeah, I can. Can you hear me? Yeah, I hear you well. <laughs> cool. Hey, All things are working. Me. Yeah, man. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. What what time is it over there? We haven't caught you too late, have we? No, it's four oh eight p.m. I I got out of work uh, forty minutes ago and was on my way home and uh, sort of you know doing what I shouldn't be doing, which was multitasking a little bit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and so when you told me that you wanted to do this, I, I pulled over and I I found a good spot that has a <laughs> solid connection because otherwise, it's... oh really? Yeah. Yeah, the mobile receptions anywhere in the world is never good in the mountains. Yeah, it's it's weird. It's like decent at my house, but it's like not super good getting up to my house. Yeah. And uh, and then I have no Wi-Fi at my house right now. We we are having a, a septic put in at our house, and uh, and they had to like cut out our Wi-Fi for a couple of days. So. <laughs> So, how do I say your last name? Is it Vane or it? It's it's Vine, but Vine. I don't. Yeah, I don't like. I've been called the wrong thing so many times. I like don't have any attachment to the pronunciation of it. So, <laughs> so for people that don't know, you are the uh, you're Pantheon, Pantheon Longboards. You're the like the genius behind Pantheon. Uh, if if you want to call me that, I am the guy behind Pantheon. <laughs> i've just been yeah uh, i've just been going through your boards online so wait before before i get into it where do you do you have a shop or do you have a factory or do you have like what what do do you do what is pantheon yeah that's that's a good question um i man we've been so many different things that uh that it's hard well i can tell you what we are right now (laughs) right now we're we're a we're a brand um, and we're, a, you know, we're a, a producer. We don't make them ourselves. Um, I, I, I work with other people and, um, you know, 
and help see our our product into fruition from you know from blank space we don't we use like 100 percent custom molds uh 100 you know just out of thin air into under your feet you know um but yeah I, we we get our boards made um in a combination of of, of two different places um, we work with a guy here pretty locally um sage who who just he used to own Ure skateboards uh have you ever heard of them no how do you spell that it's o-u-r-a-y okay um yeah so they're they're like a local brand um sort of out of boulder like right around that area um and, and sage is actually moving shops right now um like probably this very moment um so he's he's moving uh i think it's called broomfield just it's 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 like north northwest denver okay and uh so we make boards there and then uh man we've had like four or five i'd have to count them um and i could but we've had like four or five other manufacturers and recently started manufacturing um boards in china uh over the past year um and that was that was a long process took me a long time to get to that to that place because i I really thought that it was not the move for a long time and and have you i mean you're you're pretty open about that the moving to yeah in some circles that's sort of like almost a like a betrayal you know what i mean people yeah Yes, it's, it's this weird thing where it's like, okay, it's all right to get your mini or your, you know, your cheap <laughs> made in China, but you know, you can't make yeah. a real longboard in China. So, all right, well, I've, I mean, I've got things to say about that. <laughs> but, we you might know, I, to a bigger podcast, should we? <laughs> yeah, we could. We, I mean, we, yeah, we can. I mean, I will, t- I will say, I will say this. A, I don't think that that everything that people say is made in specific places is made in specific places. Now I'm not going to, I'm not going to name names and I can't speak to specifics because I haven't seen it with my own eyes. Uh, but, but I, but I, man, I, I see, I see everything, you know, and, uh, and, and, and I, and I noticed the really fine details. That's, that's my, that's my job. That's who I am, you know? And, uh, I, I and when I see, I don't think it's a dirt, yeah. but I mean, Powell's been making boards in China for since almost like the seventies. They make a really good product, and yeah, I've been working with Jed Boards, and they're about to bring out their electric skateboard, and his deck is fully made in China, and it is amazing what they're building over there. It really is. Yeah, I believe it. Well, th- here's the thing, and 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 this is and this is the other part of that of that you know the other piece of that puzzle is that they do an extremely good job and and so even i and and you know like even if 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 i could make a board here in the states which which we do i mean we make boards in the states but but like the boards that we've made in the past are not as good as the boards that we're making now uh, you know in in china like their their production capabilities are just so much better it's hard it's hard to say i mean i that's it's it's hard to say that you know when there's so much like uh 
there's so much weight to that whole concept that people have a hard time of letting there's baggage there, you know, and emotion. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and man, I, and I, and I had it like deeply, you know, um, but you know, bottom line is, is, is I'm, I'm making the best product. We we're making the best product that we've ever made. And, and, uh, and we have the most options that we've ever had. And, um, and we could go deeper into this another time, but, yeah. but I, I, the one thing that I, that I will cover is that, that the, the, the company that's out there making, let's say a million boards a year is going to probably do, they're going to probably be better in their processes than the company out there that's making a thousand boards a year. And, and it's, and and it's not their fault. It's not the person's fault that's out there making a thousand boards a year. I have so much respect for the people out there that are trying to do it. Um, I mean, I did it here in Denver. I I helped open board life factory and, and I, and I was ready to run Pantheon out of that. And then I just couldn't do it. Like I couldn't make like business wise. I mean, we were, we were going to go out of business. That was last year. So, Mm. um, you know, yeah, we can, we can save it, but, um, but, uh, but I just know that we're making the right decision. And so I'm, I am open about it and I'm, uh, I'm willing to have that conversation. There are are changes happening in China. So where do you sit with the uh, no more Chinese maple getting used as of, I think next year, or is that already in place? I mean, is that going to force up the costs of boards being made in China? Are you on top of that one yet? No, I'm not. You mean you mean they're not going to make China in in? No, no, no. I'm sorry. They're not going to make sorry. maple in China, or they're not going to import maple from Canada into China. No, no. So the Chinese government, uh, I've heard uh-huh. that is going to stop um, board production of Chinese maple. So they're not going to be oh. allowing. Um, factories to chop down the chinese maple or whatever so that's okay i have i have no that doesn't that doesn't even affect me as far as i know unless it drives up the demand and it probably will drive up the demand for canadian maple Mm. um and 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 therefore make it more expensive but i think it's only going to affect the low-end boards you know where yeah that's not going to affect us at all we don't we've never used chinese maple everything that we that we make has has been canadian maple um and we just we just pay a premium for it because it's better i mean it's it's slower growth and the the slow growth means you know the the grow the grow lines are tighter and there's it's a tight it's a stronger product so i mean i i've i've been told you know about russian maple and chinese maple and you just you don't touch it unless you don't care about you know the quality of the product yeah so um why don't you do any wide boards (laughs) <laughs> am i missing you, something here am i like just i feel like i'm really old just here looking at your it's just like it, it do you only do boards for like 150 trucks and so forth like how okay wait are you talking about like our pushers or are you talking about our downhill boards no it just seems like everything seems to be like a uh, a skinny board do you do anything like well we we made we made the embryo this year and the embryo is 9.8 wide and and the uh the chase model the scoot is still nine and three quarter wide um but 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 the thing is he he wants he wants me to make it thinner and we're going to try it out a little bit thinner and see what he thinks about it and then if if he wants it thinner and i hope that he doesn't because honestly i'm thinking the same thing that you're thinking you're like 
man, our whole entire lineup is going to be like 9.5 or thinner. (laughs) (laughs) You know, so I'm like, I'm like hoping that, that he wants to keep it at the width um, because I think it feels really good where it's at. But, um, but man, if he, you know, if he decides it needs to be thinner, then we're going to have to adjust the mold because I have really stringent design requirements about the way that it all fits together. Um, and then, you know, we'll see, we'll see. I'm going to make a, a thin model for him here real soon and then we'll see how he reacts to it. Yeah. Oh, well, I think, I think, I mean, well, in downhill, it seems to be like the trucks are getting smaller, but the wheels are getting yeah. bigger. So it's sort of evening, yeah. evening itself out a little bit, I suppose. Yeah. Well, the, uh, the term that people are using now is stopping power. And, uh, and they want the edge of the wheel to line up with the edge of the deck, which is something that I've been about for a, a long time. Um, and, uh, and, and yeah, everyone's moving, moving thinner right now. I mean, we made the embryo this year and it was 9.8 wide and I sold like, I mean, a handful of them. Like it was, that was, that was our, probably our, well, it's our, our second worst selling board. And I love it. Like, I don't, I don't want to stop making it, but you know, we kind of have to, you know, make what makes sense. Well, yeah, sometimes it comes down to, I mean, at the end of the day, it's a business, isn't it? So, well, yeah, yeah. I mean, I can always have an embryo, you know, but, um, but I can't necessarily invest dollars that aren't going to come back to me because that's just how, how am I going to keep making the other stuff that I want to make, you know? Mm. So the, um, when you're, uh, so you get it, where do you stock your boards then? So if you don't do you, make, if you don't, or do you just order to, do you just get production as to when your orders come in or do you actually stock boards? Uh, we have, yeah, we, we get, we get production runs made and we, we have, um, you know, typically I'll, we're, we're operating off of like a pretty, you know, a pretty small amount of money. I mean, we don't, we don't have like big funding behind us or anything. So, um, so we make as, as much as we feel like we can sell and try and make accurate, you know, projections. And sometimes we screw up, you know, right now I have way too many seven ply trips on hand, <laughs> but, but, you know, like my version of way too many is I might have, I might have like 80 of them or something in stock maybe 75 or something and why would someone way... want to, why would someone want a seven ply trip so uh lighter weight riders oh lighter weight riders right yeah it just it just weighs nothing it's like such a such an easy board to just pick up and i mean i can i could ride it like and I, and i have and i've tested it to see if i could break it and i and i wasn't able to break it and what happens but... when you stand on it just flexes do you bottom out on it if you carve, if you carve hard, and if you don't know what, you know, how, if you don't ride in accordance with the way that the board is going to react, so I can make it bottom out for sure, but I can also ride it in a way that it doesn't bottom out. Like I don't bottom out from hard pushing and standing in the center of the board, and mm-hmm. then you know, and then the rest of it's just like, okay, well, I can't pump it as if i'm riding a tantian you know like i'm i'm riding it as if it's a flexi double drop board that's riding an inch and a half off the ground you know so 
Um, but I don't ride that. I, I ride the nine ply. That's the one that I, that I like. So what is it? That board has the crescent drop, which is unique. Uh-huh. So what is a crescent drop? Sure. Um, okay. So, so the crescent drop, you know, do you know the board, the, uh, the airflow bracket? I'm sure you know that one, the, the yeah. bracket and, the, and yep. the fuse. Yes. Um, so, okay. So you've, you've mentioned, uh, Martin on, on your podcast a few times. I've, I've heard you mention him. And every time I hear Martin Segrist, I'm like, ah, oh, that's like, that guy is like my idol. <laughs> like he's, <laughs> he's like, he's like, you know, he, he was very much the inspiration that, that mold that, you know, the, the bracket mold was very much the inspiration for, uh, for the crescent drop and and what we've done with that shape if you can imagine if you remember that shape it's got you know it's got a, a a drop that's kind of in a moon shape but his is very it's very angular and I don't know how deep their drop was it's probably only like a quarter inch with just this heinous rocker you know yeah and um and so it we you know basically I I I, I took this that concept i mean i saw that and when i first saw it i was like that's impossible you know (laughs) how how did he how did he do that and it must be because must have something to do with the fact that they built it out of birch you know otherwise i don't know why they did it um and and you know i just experimented and it kind of took a leap of faith with it and i was like and i and i had this conceptual idea that you could make those same bends but do it with curves if you, because if, if you do, it's just a way of math. You have to match the concave and the drop and make it all fit together in, in a really specific way. And the better that you do it, the more that you can deepen that drop and the more that you can really like send it with the curves, you know? And uh, so it just makes it a lower platform. Well, it's a drop platform, just like any drop platform. Um, but the difference is that, so for, for, from, from an ergonomic perspective, you can really wrap your foot around the drop. Like you can use that as like a leverage point. Yes. Yeah, sure. And, and then from, and then, and then you also get the advantage of having concave that goes through the length of, of, of the, of the platform. So, um, you know, like the classic any classic drop shape you know a a demon seed or a switch or or any of that stuff it's going to have the concave drop out and then it's going to make a two-dimensional it it, this is kind it's kind of like from the early you know early 2000s it was kind of agreed upon that wood could only bend in one direction at, at a time and so you would have this two-dimensional concave and then you'd have the concave drop out and it would make a two-dimensional curve upward and into a drop. And, you know, that kind of got changed around uh, with like the, the kill switch, for example. Like I, th- I, I think that was probably the first board that ever had a bubble drop in it. Yeah. Um, and, and yeah, things just kind of, you know, things progressed and we, we as board builders kind of, started figuring out like oh you can make more complex curves than what we thought we could make and and things have just gotten pushed further and further and i think the crescent drop is is as far as it's been pushed so far and in my opinion you know 
And so you, you Oh I sorry, I, I forgot I forgot to mention the one the, the, the other the other thing that's like really um awesome about that drop is that there's no well I, I kind of started to say it. There's no flat spots in that in that drop. Like in, in the in between the, the platform and the neck, everything is curved. And so if you think about uh-huh. like uh a a a piece of paper you know, if you have a piece of paper and you're like flopping it around, you know, like it's 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 just a floppy piece of paper. But if you bend a concave into that paper, if you put a fold into that paper, it doesn't bend anymore. Like it all of a sudden you've made that piece of paper rigid. And so that curve is really what make what what brings rigidity to to that shape. Um, so so, you know, that's why we've been able to get away with a seven ply double drop. Whereas if you stepped on a classic drop uh, that, you know, in seven ply, especially a double drop where the, you know, the, the truck hole has been cut out, uh, most of those things just, they'll just snap in two right away. I mean, you get a cheap board online that's seven ply double drop, there's no way it's going to last. And I don't want to say that our boards are perfect because there, you know, there are some limitations um, that we have to still play with, but um but but they're they're a lot stronger with less material with that shape. Right, and it's it's not a big board, is it? Is it like, is that only thirty three inches long? Yeah, the trip's only thirty three inches long. That's it's pro- it's no, that's nothing but platform. <laughs> that's incredible! Wow. Yeah, it's well, it's it, I think it freaks people out. You know, because they're like, oh, that, that like my idea of a longboard was this 40 inch long yeah. thing that I was looking at online and I was going to, you know, and I was going to get one of those. And I I keep hearing all these good things about your trip, but I, it's only 33 inches long. I'm kind of scared that it's not going to fit me. Um, and I think people find out that it's just, you know, I mean, really, that board has been um, designed with like pure utilitarianism in mind like everything that exists on that board is there for a purpose and there's nothing extra so so it's it's nothing but platform and a spot to put your trucks and is the ember similar to the trip or that's just a completely different board well it's a completely different mold um and and so so it is a different board um but it is it is similar um and and what we did i like how you've taken um like 0.25 of an inch off it and called it a mini (laughs) (laughs) yeah well you know i just mostly what that is is i just want people to to realize well, first off, it's really hard to make to for for me to to draw a distinction to the customer between the ember and the trip when one is thirty two and three quarter inches long and the other one is thirty three inches long, and uh, and I'm just like, well, this one's smaller and this one's bigger, <laughs> you know? They're both double drops, and and I don't know. I mean, they they are they are completely different boards, but they are designed with like a you know essentially the exact same purpose which is just really easy commuting. Um, the only, the only difference is really the, the setup is, is the biggest difference. Yeah. That's what I was about to say. So the Ember really is just designed around like a standard skateboard truck. Yeah. Yeah. If you did, if you put an RKP on that, it's going to bite for sure. Wow. Is that like, uh, is there 
any other board out there that's like that that's just designed for like a, a long board that's designed for a skateboard truck well definitely not in double drop form no. um but but earthwing used to do i i don't i mean i think earthwing's boards usually were compatible with oh, rkps yeah, 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 but right. they would yes no, no, but they would advertise themselves, yeah, for sure, as being like this board is is really designed with with TKPs in mind, like like the old super gliders and yeah, stuff. That's like all they were all riding, yeah. Wow, so uh, so that, that's a great. I, I, so I don't I don't know that we're like totally novel, but I I'm I'm not good at being a hundred percent novel. I'm being really good at making things that I think are really good better. Yeah, no, there just seems to be a purpose in every board that you do. Yeah, yeah, we try. I, we we avoid, like I've I've never made a a cruiser like a like your typical cruiser. Yeah, but the reason why I call the Ember a mini is mostly because I want I want the Ember to be, I want that to to compete with the cruiser market. Okay. I want people to see that as as an upgrade like a significant upgrade from you know from both uh like, like a, a rideability like an ease of use and and just practicality i want people to see that as like oh if i if i just pay like 40 bucks more or 50 bucks more or whatever it is you know i could I, we could make that board cheaper if we put smaller wheels on it but if i just pay you know su such much much more like i get a way better performing product and and that's that's what we're going after, and that's why we call it a mini. Even though you know, you could I can probably get away with calling it a mini because it's you know under thirty three inches long. But it's you know a lot of those boards that we're that I'm trying to compete with are probably like you know thirty inches long or twenty eight inches long or mm. whatever. No, I think you're in the right length for a mini. And uh, yeah, so, I don't think it's false advertisement. No, no, not at all. No, I think it's a great board. <laughs> so um, we might wind up in a little bit but the slalom deck you're not going to do the slalom deck anymore it's out of stock no no uh, it's just out of stock i like like i told you sage is moving and um and and he's producing all of our downhill products um and we i don't know i guess i could have ordered more of them but um you know we gotta gotta kind of balance your cash flow with what you're ordering and uh and we we just we had them and then they we sold like three in a week and all of a sudden we didn't have any anymore i was trying to give myself one one of those carbon ones i've been riding a wood one all season which i love but you know i don't know we we don't we don't sell the wood one anymore so uh i'm trying to give myself a carbon one so that i can tell people what the hot shit is you know <laughs> so why don't you do a wood one was, was the wood one like eight ply or nine ply it was eight ply um i i can't make wood boards uh here and in, in, in boulder they're they're just they they warp too much and i pay way too much for the boards to make sense out of it like i, I literally will lose money um and we we did it for a while and I've sold so few of the wood decks uh, compared to the number of warps that, that we got that I just, you know, it's can't, can't justify it. So right. the carbon really holds everything perfectly straight and, you know, makes it more waterproof and et cetera, et cetera. It's, it's really hard making wood boards in, in Denver. It's just so dry here. And I think it kind of 
does a number to to the wood um when i was when i was working at the at the factory at board life um i mean i th- i think we had better rates and i think sage would get better over time um and and he, and he probably will but it it won't be from from my pushing him like we i just can't i can't afford to to lose that money yeah it's a yeah i mean it's a it's it's a hard uh you know back and forth tug of war there isn't it oh hugely i mean and and i mean and that's what that's kind of what i meant to say about like you know processes you know it's just like i i'm sure there's a way to make boards wood boards more resilient in denver um but man when i was making them at board life we were like watching you know surface cracks like just everywhere just like and not in any not in any way that like i could make sense out of it even like like oh this one cracked and we did this differently like no like it's just like this random board like has surface cracks that just like exploded across the face of it and like (laughs) and and i and 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 there hasn't i haven't and if we made a million boards we'd figure it out but like you know as you know like the you know the industry's just it's not it's not in a place where we're making like big profits on skateboards and stuff. And, and I just, as a brand, I don't have the ability to fund that million boards for some, for, for a manufacturer to figure it out, you know? Mm. So I'm, I'm trying, I'm trying to make uh, rational decisions and what we're making. And and right now that means that we're making carbon boards uh, locally and we're making wood boards overseas. Mm. Yeah. Nice. Well, I mean, I've got so many questions. I can't wait till we do a bigger podcast. But this, but this is what I was telling you. I felt like, <laughs> <laughs> and now you've experienced a little bit of it. I, I'd probably have the ability to talk your ear off. So um, I love that. I'm not, I'm not the best at being concise. If you go to our website, it's like for me to stay under a thousand words on a product is pretty hard to do. No, I think that's great. <laughs> and you know what? Customers like that. Skaters like that. I always like to put long descriptions. Whenever I put a long description on anything, it always sells better. So, and does it? Yeah, yeah. it does. It does. The cool. Well, I was thinking I might have to be more concise, but that's nice to hear. <laughs> no, long form. Long form always sells well. <laughs> yeah, uh, I've been enjoying your podcast a lot. This is this is this has been fun, and the podcast that you recommended too. Uh, you did that birthday episode. I think it was your last one and um, I've been getting into all the things that you suggested and they're, they're fantastic. I tell you what, I'll give you one more. I just listened to James Altucher. Um, I might send you the link, but it is, um, I, now I'm going to be, I won't even know what it is. I'm just trying to find it, but I listened to this one this morning the James Altucher show, and it was with Kaifu Lee. That's K-A-I-F-U Lee. And he's just like this, uh, he used to run Microsoft in China, and he's written this book about the Chinese internet and internet companies. It, hmm. Fascinating. Just absolutely mind-blowing. Just the way that the... Like the Chinese internet companies have like almost like a better 
model of capitalism than America does. It's incredible. But, you know, yeah. also, that, that one really blew me away today. Um, just Yeah, that, that opens the door to, you know, an, a, a greater conversation about China for sure. I mean, <laughs> part, 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 of, part of our reason for, and, and, you know, additional justification for, for going there is just how strong, how poised that economy is to just, just to, to kill it. I mean, I, I, and I can't really put things uh, publicly on the podcast, but you know, we could have a private conversation and people will probably kill me. (laughs) But I I have some insider knowledge of some of the stuff that's going on in China that's going to affect the skateboard industry in particular, um, wheels and so forth. And I can tell you right now, you know, the American wheel manufacturers, uh, a, a tsunami. They're in trouble. Coming. Yeah, there is a tsunami coming. So the 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 increase in quality is extraordinary in China. Just the leaps that these guys are making. It is, uh, you know, when they focus and they want to do something, they're just, oh my gosh, yeah. <laughs> they just they will throw resources at it. And it's not about stealing. Yeah. This is the funny thing. It's not about stealing. It's not about, oh, okay, we will just go to America and get like the best urethane chemist and bring them to China. No, they just decide, what do we need? We need, you know, more PhD scientists. We need better chemists, whatever. And they just do it. And yeah. anyway, I just think, uh, yeah, what's going on over there? It, it is, It is amazing. But anyway. It is. It is. Well, I, I, uh, I'd, I'd love to talk to you in private about that for sure. Because, uh, <laughs> I, I mean, the, my, my one, I've tried so many Chinese wheels, uh, and, and because, because I, I, you know, mostly I just like really want to make a board that like competes at the level that, that, you know, these other companies are making completes at that. I, I just can't, I can't do it. You know, like I can't, I can't order the quantities. Maybe it's partially that I'm not willing to like give up on, on certain quality, you know, things, whether I'm sure, I'm sure it's not the wood because I know that most that most of the good brands out there are making boards with good wood, you know, but, but we're doing epoxy layups and, and, and I, and I just, you know, I don't know. I, I there's, I know there, there are things that are holding me back. Um, and one of those things is definitely like wheel cost. And, and I've been looking at, I've been, you know, I've been testing Lebeda wheels for, uh, you know, some, some time now. And, and I've got a wheel that I really like, just haven't had the money to pull the trigger on it. Um, but you know, it's like making a wheel is expensive. It is, uh, uh it's, it's so expensive. It's so expensive, mm. but you know, but yeah, the the Chinese the Chinese at least up to this point from anything that I've tried have never made a wheel that I, that I like. I've always just felt like very not confident on those wheels. And I think they're fine for cruiser boards, you know, but but I'm really like I'm trying to make a higher quality product than that. So um yeah, let's talk. I want to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, now that there's uh, a whole lot of uh frustrated podcast listeners out there that are going no don't take the conversation offline we'll wrap it up <laughs> because we're, we're like we're only 30 minutes now i said 
I absolutely said, you know, with this skate every day, I won't go over 20 minutes. And uh, here we are. I've almost done. Oh, uh, sorry. No, no, no. This no, is no, why no, I was, no. I was no, hesitant. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm just going to shut up. <laughs> <laughs> hey, thanks for chatting, man. I, uh, yeah. Uh, I, really, I really appreciate the time. And uh, we should catch yeah. up again on the daily podcast. Maybe if you're, uh, you want to, want to chat about something, we should catch up. And I'm definitely going to do a long podcast with you, so we'll line that up. Cool. Yeah, I'd like that. We we've been through we've been through a lot, you know. And 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 if there's probably people out there judging me and saying like, you know, American jobs and all this stuff, and I'm like, you know, I've got stuff to say about that because I've been that guy and I couldn't, pay, I couldn't pay for my rent. So yeah. like, is that, is that support? <laughs> you know, like, uh, so yeah, whatever. Sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm no, going to no, keep no. this make I, thing longer. It is a, you know, this is a conversation that is global. So it's a conversation being had in Australia all the time in America. And I don't think it's about jobs getting lost i just think it's about jobs being jobs getting changed um you know yeah that's that's what it is you know what i mean but anyway we yeah. go, let's wrap it up Thanks all right for chatting. all right we'll talk soon thank you james it's been a pleasure man <laughs>